0: You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. Have you ever wondered why life sometimes seems unfair? Find out what having unshakable faith is all about from the story of Job in this audio message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Tonight we'll be having our series break. Katatapos amang po nung last week natin, uh, series, uh, it's not about the money. And uh, today we'll just spend some time... Uh, I think studying what we what we believe we need to hear, and starting next week uh, would be another series in preparation for the Christmas season. And tonight is the last night of or the last day of November. Bukas po December na, and maybe you know I've heard some of you singing along with our music team, one of these Christmas songs, and that's the reason why we really wanted you to join us this coming uh, Thursday. For our Christmas worship night, we're in, uh, no, we'll not just be singing plain Christmas songs, but we'll make sure the Christmas songs that we'll be singing are worship to our God. Okay? And uh, speaking, of, uh, you know, speaking of worship and speaking of Christmas season, um, well, I really don't know how we will be spending our Christmas season because of what had happened uh, to our nation. Hindi po kailasenyon sa Tacloban you know, the issues and scandals that are taking place in our government, you know, all these things. Sometimes you know, we can't help ourselves but really ask the question, um, Lord, why, why in this nation? I thought that this nation belongs to you. I thought, God, you said in your word that blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Then why are we experiencing these things? And that's what I'd like to share with you tonight, you know. Um, God has placed, in fact, uh, as I've said uh, Weeks before, I, I love to share this with you, lang, because of our uh, current series, uh, we hesitated to do it. And so now since it's our series break, so uh, I think this is but uh, a good time for us to understand this, uh, this matter. So what I really would, li- would like to share with you has something to do with when life seems unfair. you know, We have heard this a lot of times from people who went through different struggles, different pressures in life, and they would say that life isn't fair. Well, if you would see it on the surface, we might agree with them that life is unfair. Questions like, Lord, why, why, did, why did these things happen to me? Why not to those uh, ungodly people? Why me? I'm a Christian. I'm your, I'm your child. So why did you allow these things to take place? And, and these are just some of the questions that we've been hearing and probably some of us have been asking over and over again. And so uh, my purpose, my objective is that somehow at the end of the series, we would learn how to respond right when we understand that regardless of our situation, God is still in control. How many of you agree with me that God is in control? Yeah, sometimes when you look at the things that are taking place, it feels like God is not in control. It feels like it's the devil who is in control. And so as we study uh, our topic for tonight, I hope, and let's really pray that the Holy Spirit will just guide us, that the Holy Spirit will just really, you know, open our understanding on this so that uh, even if in the near future, no not really if, but when we go through, because if we if, it's like, and we're... we're trying to live in a world of make-believe that when we become Christians, hindi na yaiyari sa atin yung mga ayo natin. But, uh, you know, sad to say, it happens. And when it happens, I want you to be prepared. I want you to have the right perspective. I want you to have the right response uh, sa mga sitwasyon natin pagka dumating ang mga yun. So, can we just bow down our heads and pray? Father, we just want to thank you for being with us always in our lives. And tonight, Lord God, I pray that your presence will just manifest in our midst by allowing us to understand what is written in your word so that we can have hope every time we're going through some tough times, some struggles in our lives, some testings and trials. Oh God, Holy Spirit, we need you tonight. We want you to just be with us and and sit beside us, oh God, and and just open our understanding on the things uh, behind the written word. I pray, Holy Spirit. That you would just open once again our understanding, our eyes, even to see, our ears to hear, our hearts to believe. And we just know, Lord God, that uh, we know, Lord, you will just reveal great things in our midst, Lord God, that would help us understand the things that are taking place. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Now, um, a few days ago, I was about to shave, and while, you know, when I took my shaving foam, I saw some things na medyo naka, nakakuha ng attention ko, you know. And uh, this is what I read at the back of that shaving foam, you know, mga bagay na yan. And, uh, you know, uh, merong nakalagay don, do not puncture can, contents under pressure will discharge. And when I read that portion, you know, it, it really, it, it, it brought something in my spirit that life is just like that. Life is full of pressures. Tamapuba? We're pressured in almost every area of our life. Pressured in the family. time personal pressure. We're even pressured with our children, or vice versa. The children are pressured with their parents. If you're an employee, you're pressured in, in, in your office. If you're a businessman, you are pressured because of the rising needs, and so on and so forth. And you know, it is as if that we wanted to explode, right? It is as if na parang ang hawak nalang nati sa lang. And almost uh, we wanted to to quit. We wanted to give up. And we 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 really don't know what to do. We don't even understand why it's happening in our lives. So maybe some of the questions that I would like to, to address tonight is that what does really faith or what does faith really mean to us? I mean, before I know that I've been teaching faith, I I, I thought I have the faith, but there are times that when I'm I'm placed in situations where my faith is tested, I started discovering that I don't really have faith on that area. So, you know, things like how do we view our relationship with God when you know, when we have blessings or probably how should we view our relationship with God when we have lost some things in our lives, important things in our lives? How should we respond? When the going gets tough, and there's a saying that when the going gets tough, the tough surrenders. Well, that's what is happening to many simply because they do not understand the reason behind these things. And siguro, one of the most question or most famous question people would ask is that, "Where was God when I'm going through some rough roads? Nasaan ba si God na mga And so again. Um, we really wanted to have at least an idea or an insight through the life of Job. We will be tackling, you know, how I wish we can make a series out of this. I love to make a series out of this. Kaya lang, uh, since this is just a series break, so we'll try to just answer uh, itong mga ilang bagay nito uh, about Job. So now, to some, they say that Job was a fictional person. No, he's not, he's real. In fact, many Bible commentators says that Job was a contemporary of Abraham. So he lived during the time of Abraham. And he was a godly person, a wealthy person, a person who is so much concerned with the needs of other people, especially his children. Uh, And at the same time, just like you and me, he was also perplexed. He was confused because you know, as far as he's concerned, he could not really explain why God would permit him to go through the sufferings that much and mamimikita natin what was those suffer- what were those sufferings you know and and some people say that the theme of the book of job is basically you know why does a loving and righteous god permit the godly to suffer you know bakit pinapayagan ng dios ng isang mabuting dios ang mga uh, uh maka dios na tao ang mga tao may takot sa dios at ang kanyang mga anak na magdusa well whether we like it or not that's not really the theme Of the book of Job, because if that's the theme, we will never find any answer in that book. But I do believe the purpose why Job was written is so that we would have, uh, we we would understand, and, and you know, it demonstrates God's sovereignty, which means that God is God and He can do anything He wants in accordance with His will and His purpose. So it is to demonstrate God's sovereignty and, on our part, the meaning of true faith. All right? So Job is a, is a very good profile of a person who would really, who stood in the midst, who stood strong in the midst of adversity. And uh, he did not give up on his character. He did not even give in to his pain. And he didn't give way to Satan. So um, even I myself, and I'm going through some tough times, I would always go back to the book of Job and I would always find strength on this. And so, we'll be talking about Job's character, Job's calamity, and Job's counter or response in all these things. So, let's start with his character. And actually, in verses 1 to 3, we would find out about who Job was and what he has been blessed of. So, he was blessed. And in verse 1, it says, In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job, and this man was what? Wow, blameless. How I wish. You know, somebody would tell us that we're blameless. Now, the word "blameless" simply means not without sin. Hindi not kasalanan because he sinned, and and he was rebuked by God. But the word "blameless" here simply means he's morally whole. Okay, he's morally whole. And also, he said it says that he was upright, meaning he's straight. He's not deviating from the standards of God. It says that he feared God, meaning he's aware and he revered God and submitted himself to God. He shunned evil, meaning he rejected the opposite of God's character. So that is who Job was. In short, he's a godly man. He feared God, just like you and me. You're like Job. <laughs> a godly man, yet he suffered so much. And actually, this verse shows that, you know, the y- accusations, sa kanyang, Tatlo nyo, mga kaibigan, as you go along, Chapter three and, and onward, you know they were wrong in accusing him of of being willfully a willful sinner. You know, history friends would rebuke him and say, you know, Job, the reason why you suffered that much is because you have hidden sin, you have unconfessed sin, and so on and so forth. And and natin that's not really what the Bible says about Job. Though he yeah he sinned, but not really ko yung accusations sa kanya. So since you know, we have seen his character kanina, nakita rin natin that Job was blessed. Now, what was Job blessed of? What does he have? Well, the Bible says, number one, is that he has a great faith. And it talks about his piety. He was a pious person. You know, a godly. Oh, allow me to use the term, he's a very religious person because he loves the Lord so much. He also has a great family. And he talks about his posterity, the future generation. What else? He has great wealth, talking about his prosperity. And lastly, he has a great reputation, talking about his prominence. In fact, you know the Bible says in in, uh, in his book that he's the wealthiest person in the east. I mean, he, his reputation is so great. Now, uh, how I wish you know people would just give us that that these things that you know, that we know. How I wish his story ended that way about having great faith, great family, you know, great wealth and great reputation. But it didn't stop there. In fact, as a father, he even showed concern. Sa kanyang mga because in that part says that every time his children would have parties, you know, he would fear that they might be seen in God. And so what he does, or what he did, was that he started to offer sacrifices to God on behalf of his children because they might be sinning against God. Now, how many of you would love to have that kind of father? You know, a father who would always be concerned with you, a father who would always be there for you, a father who would always lift you up in prayers. How I wish I had that kind of father, you know? And for us fathers here, this is a great challenge for us. We can be like Job as a father to really care and show concern for our children. But again, how I wish it ended that way. But after presenting Job's character, the next thing that we would read is what he went through. The calamities that came and that happened in his life, and that Job was battered. He was not just beaten, but he was battered. Meaning, you know, when, you, when you're being battered, it's like you're being squeezed. Out, you know, It's like taking away the last juice of your life. Parang you know, pinipiga pinipigaka in everything, kabi-kabila, every area of your life, you know, you are being buffeted by situations. And you will, you will notice that um, in verses 6 to 19, para lang mag-cut mag short tayo because this is a narrative thing, um, you would find out Satan's uh, plan, his schemes, you know, even his accusations and attacks, you know. And so Job was subject to two, two testings. one, is in the area of his possession and in the area of his children. You can find that in chapter 1. And then in chapter 2, you'll find that he was also attacked in the area of his health. Okay? Union. Now, um, and so, starting in verse 6, going in verse 7, uh, the Bible says that there was a time that the sons of God, meaning the angels, uh, were coming before the Lord and Satan was with them. Honestly, you know, up to this point, I, I, can, really, I can really understand. Because I thought all the while, Satan hang only just All the while. I don't know about you. But here, you'll find out that Satan was with the angels in the presence of God. Now, it's only when I understood that Satan, remember that Satan was the accuser, or is the accuser of the brethren. He will always come before God to accuse you and me, just like what he did in the Old Testament. He would always accuse God's people. Those people who have feared God. Those people who have worshipped God. Those people who have given their lives to God. He would accuse them day and night. And whether we like it or not, same thing happens to us right now. He would still accuse you and me in front of our God. And so, you know, God asked him, Job, where have you been? Not Job, Satan. Where have you been, Satan. And so Satan answered, well, I've been going back and forth there at the festival mall. And I passed through Victory Christian Fellowship there. And God said, have you considered my servant Job? Now, this this really blesses me. You know why? Among the people in that place, God zeroed in to Job. Have you considered my servant, Job? Sabi niya, There's no one on earth like him. He is blameless, in ulit He is blameless, he is upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. I mean, we may not we may not feel it, we may not understand, we may not even know it, but I do believe with all my heart, lagi kang pinagmamalaki ng Diyos. As in, lagi tayong pinagmamalaki ng Diyos. We may not understand that, but I still believe God has so much faith in Job as well as he has so much faith in you and me as a child. And probably if Satan would, would do the same thing, Satan would roam around Festival Mall and, and, and God would, would, would say, Have you considered my, my servant, RJ? There's no one like him. Have you considered my servant, Francis? You know, there's no one like him. He's blameless. He's upright. He fears me. He shows evil. And that's what I like about God. He has so much faith in us. You see, our God is a God of faith. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. And so He believes that you and me would stand every testings and trials that we face. Amen. And when He spoke about Job, He spoke of him about the honorable title, My Servant. In fact, you know, you can find that in, the, in chapter 42, verses 7 and 8, you'll find it four times it was mentioned. My servant Job, my servant Job, my servant Job. And uh, again, he's the supreme example of piety, See si Job. And uh, this is what I really love about this. Because it says, there's no one like him, he's blameless and upright, a man who fears God, and shuns evil. Now, The Bible says that Satan is the God of this world, the small God. He's the prince of the power of the air. And because he's the God of this world, he has dominion over everything in this world. Do you agree? Yeah. That's whether you like it or not. Remember when he tempted Jesus? He said, you know, he showed Jesus, Jesus, you see, all this kingdom, it's mine. If you'll just bow down, I'll give it to you. And Jesus did not rebuke him. Why? Because he's telling the truth. Since he is the God of this world, simply because during the time of Adam and Eve, Adam, when they sinned, they gave the dominion and authority and the power that God has given him to the devil. And that's the reason why he has dominion almost in everything. But what I love most is this. Yes, he might have dominion over everything, but God is pointing out, yeah, you have dominion over things, but only if I permit you. I love that. Which means, yes, the devil has dominion over everything, but unless God permits him, he can do anything. God is in full control. Yeah, many things are taking place sa ito. Things that we would really you know, ask God why. Things that would make our eyebrows you know, be lifted up until the ceiling. But still, God is saying, yeah, Satan, you can never do anything unless I permit you to do so. And how I wish that God won't permit him to attack us. How I wish that God won't give him any permission to do what he wants against you and me. But even if we pray God don't permit him, he will still permit the devil. And later on, you know, we'll try to answer, why would he permit the enemy? Is he playing, you know, is he, you know, was his ego hurt? And he's trying to play with us? No, I don't think so. And so, in verse 9, after all the pagmamalaki ng Diyos kay Job, sabi ngayon, ng demonyo, does Job fear God for nothing? You know? Pinagmamalaki ng Diyos si Job everything, you know? And then, I could just imagine, in children, is Satan, and he would just look at God and say, "Does Job fear for nothing?" Now he attacked Job's motive. It is as if you know he knew the devil knew he cannot deny God's assessment, my assessment ng Job. Kay, kay Job, he cannot deny that, but he questions why Job was pious. Union challenge. No, ani si si Satanas ani ni eh? sa tusoyan. Alam niya kung kusinong kung, kung paano gagawin ang mga bagay-bagay niya. And so as far as the devil is concerned, he was he was trying to tell God na you know the Job is serving God not out of love but out of what he can get from God. Pare niya sinasabi ni ni Satanas kay Gawa. Well, will he will, Will he fear you for nothing? Well, the reason why he's fearing you is because you have blessed him. Hello? Well, the reason why he's fearing you is because of what he can get from you. Look at the next verse. He says, Now, have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? And said, You have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land? I mean, Na, nakikita niyo ba yung, yung dialogue nila? Pinagmamalakan si Joe? Pero challenge siya ito, oh, Come on. Come on, God. Would Joe fear you for, for nothing? And the reason he's doing this because you have blessed him. The reason you're doing this is because you have placed a hedge around him. Now, let me just sidetrack a little. Again, part of the things that God has been doing in our lives, listen, listen, listen to this. Just like what God did to Job, same thing He did to us, He's doing to us. He has put a hedge of protection around us. Yeah. And, and, well, of course, the book of Proverbs says, but when the hedge is destroyed, the snake will bite you. And the snake is a symbol of the devil, which means every time, every time we go against the will of God, that hedge is being destroyed, and now the devil has a chance to do what he wants in your life. But my point is this, as far as God is concerned, in fact, you can always claim this, that God, let your hedge of protection be upon me and my family. God, bless the work of my hands. Just like that. Are you still here with me? And so, you know, I got some questions here that I really wanted to ask you, but don't, don't, don't answer. malakas, Just think about this. Will anyone serve the Lord if he enjoys no personal gain from it? If we're not getting anything from God, will we still serve God? Especially for for, for you volunteers as well as like me, full-time. If we don't receive anything from God, will will we still serve Him? Is worship a coin that buys a heavenly reward? Why do we worship God? Why? Is it because we're asking for something in return? is piety part of a contract by which to gain wealth and ward off trouble parin na rin kasi oh alam mo pag nabore naging ka ha ay naku yayamang ka hindi lang yayamang ka hindi ka namamalasin assuming minalas ka assuming di ka yumaman will we still be pious and will we, see, will we still love god And serve Him? These are good questions for us to, in a way, reflect. Are we following God because He's blessing us? Or maybe because we want something from Him? Now, look at what verse 11 says. But stretch out your hand and strike everything He has, and He will surely curse you. To your face. Wow. What a challenge. He was, not, he was not just challenging Job's motive, but he was also challenging God's motive. Huh? Yeah, you have blessed him, you have protected him. Now, sabi, sabi sa kanya, okay, try this. Stretch out your hand. Strike everything he has. Tignan mo kung sumunod pa yan sayo. Tignan mo kung di kanya sumpain sa mukha mo. Wow. Huh? Let's to think about this. I love the Lord, how he how he answered the devil. And the Lord said to Satan, Very well then. Everything he has in your hands. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Huh? But I say, well, I don't have to do that. Everything He has, it's in your hands. You're the God of this world. Do whatever you want with what He has. But, He said, don't you ever touch Him. I love that. I love that. Many times, marami nawawala sa atin, mga gamit. And, you know, kung makapagmokmok tayo, parang katapusan na ng mundo. But aren't you glad may nawala mang gamit, pero buhay ka? Are you still here with me? And, and that's what I love about God. Again, the hedge of protection. Yes, God may have permitted the enemy to do things against us, but it's limited. You have everything he has. And then, do whatever you want. But on the man himself, do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. And we all knew what had happened. Right? We all knew what had happened. You know, and let me just jump for a while in chapter 2, because it's a continuation of, of the calamities that Job you know, had experienced. Because in, in chapter 2, it was said, uh, t- yung, yung health niya. Remember? Now, in verses 1 and 2, again, it's almost the same. The same, din what you can read in, in verse uh, uh, 1 and in, in uh, chapter 1. And then in verse a difference after saying, you know, Have you considered my servant Job? That he is, you know, he is blameless, he's upright, he fears God, he shuns evil. And this is what I love. God added this and he still maintains his integrity. In spite of what took place in chapter one. And mami, it's not what took place in chapter one. But in spite of this, it says here, God himself said he still maintains his integrity. How many of us here would maintain our integrity regardless of what took place? That we will still love God. That we will still not waver with our faith before God. Amen. You know, verses 13 to 19 talks about the assault that were alternately caused by human and even natural causes. You know, the Sabaeans stole his oxen and donkey, slaughtered his servants, fire of God burned the sheep and the servants. The Chaldeans stole camels and slaughtered his servants. The mighty wind toppled the house that fell on all his children and he was afflicted with sores and boils all over his body. You know, it, it sounds like this is what took place in Tacloban. Hello? I mean, everything he had was gone. And haven't you noticed the devil would always leave somebody to tell you the bad story? There will always be people whom the devil would say, tell him, ito'y nangyari. And could you imagine in you know in a matter of minutes or probably hours, sunod, sunod, man ang mga anak niya. And then in chapter two, he had these boils. Source, some would say, some would say. And so again, why would God permit these things to happen? That has always been my question. And honestly, you know, I, I do understand some things, some reasons why would God permit it. Number one, let me just share this with you. God would permit these things to happen, number one, is simply because so that we would know what we really believe. It's easy to say, I believe God is my provider. But what if there's no provision? What if ngayong Christmas season, wala kang at pinadala ng boss mo sa Will you still believe God for your provision? It's easy to say, God, you are my healer. But what if your doctor said you had only one week to live? Will you still believe God to be your healer? Or pupunta kado sa bulak na nagsasayaw? Come on, this is a great challenge for us. Second, why would God allow these things to happen? Because I believe God allowed this so that our character may be molded. You see, the ultimate goal of God for you and me is not to be the richest person, the most successful person, not to be the, 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 you know, all these things. But the ultimate goal of God for you and me is simply to be like Jesus. Meaning we may not have the possession, but as long as we would become like Jesus, that is a success as far as God is concerned. But many times we Christians, we would, now there's nothing wrong. If you're dreaming to be the, most rich, the, 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 the richest person, the most successful, nothing is wrong with that. But sometimes we focus on the wrong things. Kaya if hindi not we blame God. If not other people. He maintained His integrity. But why would God allow these things to happen? Because God knows, at the end of the day, all things will work for our good. Because we love Him. And we're called according to His purpose. That's what I love. Things may not look good right now, but I know at the end. When would that be? I don't know. How will that take place? I don't know. But one thing for sure, I'm sure of what God says, and he'll never lie, that all things will work together for our good because we love God and we're called according to his purpose. Amen. And another reason I know why God would allow these things to happen is basically because of judgment. Judgment. Sabi ko nga, pagpuno ang salop, dapat nang kalusin. Hindi ko konsintihin ng Diyos ang mga mali natin gawa. Maring ngayon, sa mga mali natin ginagawa, walang kidlat na dumarating. Walang lupang bumubuka. Kaya ang feeling nating okay lang kay God. But let me just warn you, huwag na natin tayong ang salop. Because when that time comes, then, you know, the Bible says, don't give the devil a foothold. Bigyan mo ang ng... ng, ng pa buo mong binti. Are you following me? He had his character. He had his calamity. But look at his counter. Look how he responded in the midst of all this thing. He reached the bottom, so to speak. Pastor, just like Job, hindi mo what I'm going through. I've reached the bottom. Aduna ako sa ibaba. And you know, God is not doing something. Then you have to rejoice. If you reach the bottom, you know why? Kasi wala ka nang ibababa and the next thing that will take place, iaangat ka na ng Panginoon. Amen. Amen. No, but of course it's up to us how we would respond. If we wanted to stay there at magmukmok, ami mean, magmukmok ka. What will will that help you? Of course not. Manisika. Will that help you? Of course not. Look at verse 20. You know what Job did? How he responded? At uh, this, Job got up and tore his robe. Now, ancient times, when they tore their robe, that is a sign of, you know, they're in grief. So, Taurin si Job. Nalungkot din siya sa mga nangyari. He mourned for the death of his children. And then he shaved his head. You know, what's, what's the shaving of the head? Now, shaving of the head, it, it depicts the loss of a you know, yung personal glory, because ancient times, ang buhok. This is the glory, especially ng mga lalaki. Kaya mga babae noon, they would put veil. That's the reason, more than anything else, because their hair speaks of their personal glory. And So they would shave their heads. What else? He fell to the ground. Now, when he fell to the ground, not in wretchedness. But in worship, and that is what I love most. How many of us would fall in worship when things are not working out the way we want it to be? How many of us would lift up our hands and say, God, thank you that in spite of all this, you are still with me? Or people are lifting up their hands and say, God, why me? Which of the two? I believe there are two best times to praise and worship God. Only two best times to praise and worship God. Other than that, forget it. First, when you feel like praising God, that's one of the best times to praise and worship God. Second, is when you don't feel like praising and worshiping God. Why? Because in reality, there there are so many reasons why we praise and worship God. The mere fact that we're still alive is one reason we can praise and worship God. The mere fact that at least we're eating three times a day is a good reason for us to praise and worship God. The mere fact that we have loose change, loose coins, you know, it's a reason to praise and worship God. Habakkuk says, even if the fig tree does not bloom and does not bud its fruit and, 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 and the, the, the cattle are gone, you know, but I will still rejoice in God. The writer of Hebrew says, I will offer the sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of my lips. Why sacrifice? Because it's not easy. I mean, it's hard to praise and worship God when you're going through some tough times. I mean, when you're blessed, it's easy to praise and worship God. But what if? No blessing. Can we still praise and worship God? Or magmumokmok na lang tayo? Are you still here? In chapter 2, okay, I'll just jump there muna. In chapter 2, you know what, because of the things that, well, I mean, you know, when when God said, have you considered my servant, Job? Nobody's like him. And then, sabi, sabi ni Satan sa kanya, skin for skin, laman sa laman, I'm sorry, balat sa balat. A man will give everything he has for the sake of his own life. Now, sabi niya, stretch forth your hands Touch His flesh Touch His bones and see if He'll not curse you in your face and you know god said well his flesh his bones it's in your hands but you only spare his life i get i love that All the mon- Mason, god no ba pa 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 sometimes I'm, I'm tempted to think that way. But still, I just know God is still in full control. He's still limited to the devil. Well, the, God was saying, you can touch his skin, you can you know, give him anything you want, but you spare his life. And so, you know, Satan went away and he afflicted Job with sores. Ilan sa inyo nagkaroon ng, bu- ng, 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 ng pigsa? How does it feel na may pigsa ka? Ha? Huh? Hindi ba, hindi ba, intindihan ko anong peso mo? Ha? Huh? Come on! Na- naranasan yun na ba? Naranasan yun na magkapigsa? Enjoy ba kayo na may pigsa? When I, when, when I was a kid, nagkapigsa ako, hindi rito. Dito ako nagkapigsa. Hiyak-hiya ako, bukod sa masakit. Now, Kung pigsahin kayo pa isa-isa lang. The Bible says yung pigsa ni, ni, ni Job mula ulong, kanta lang pa ka. Now, name it. Has anybody of us here suffered the way he did? Ah, yung mga sinipon lang, parang tatabunan ng, ng mundo eh. Migraine lo- lang. <laughs> Bisit ito. Are you still here with me? And so dumating yung asawa ni Job. And, uh, hindi ko rin kung anong meron tong asawa ni Job. And the wife of Job says, you know, do you still hold your integrity? You curse God and die. I mean, uh, anong meron tong asawa niya sa halip na suportahan yung asawa niya? I mean, mo na mamatay ka na. I mean, two reasons lang, I know. Probably he's not really godly. He doesn't fear God or maybe she is godly but the problem is she can no longer take what Job was going through. And parang sinasabi ng Job, you know, hirap na hirap na ako sa yung buti pa sumpa mo lang jose kung mamatay ka na. Oh to ma pangit pa rin pakinggan eh. Alam mo yon, buhay buhay pa pinapatay mo na eh. Tama ba? Becsi. Dahil na rin ni Job para mag siya sa sawanya. Ko 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 ako yon. Ay naku. But look at what Job said. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Now I love this. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? That's a good question. Now, he's not saying that trouble comes from God. But the question remains the same. Are we just for the good things? What about troubles? Huh? Now, nobody wants trouble. Everybody wants the good things. But many times, God uses the trouble to do His will. It's a life natin. Again, you know, the molding and everything. Now, let's go back to chapter 1. Chapter one. Now, this is how Job responded. He said, naked I come, or naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked will I depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. And 22, I love this. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. He held on to his integrity. He started to acknowledge the truth. Naked I come. Naked I go. I didn't bring anything in this world and I will never bring anything out of this world. Kaya kayamanan, possession, hanggang dito lang sa lupa, mo kaya sa hukay. He understood that. And how many of us are so insecure that we focus so much on the material things. I'm not saying they're bad. But we don't have to focus on that. Why? Because anytime, pwede mawala yan. Are you following me? I'm not praying na mawala yan, but listen, listen to this. The devil is still alive. na magpantasya na pagka ko, walang <laughs> problema. Pag wala problema, kakabahan. Baka kaibigan nagbibigay ng problema. Are you following me? And so he also acknowledged the truth that God is sovereign and in full control of everything. He accepted those truths. Why? When he said, the Lord gave, And the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. You know, God, you're sovereign. You can do anything you want. You are still in full control. When you say the Lord gave, that's easy to say, but when you say the Lord takes away, wow, God, pedi ba? Purong lang giving, walang take away. You know, but but listen, listen. Let me just argue a little on this verse. The Lord gave, that's right. The Lord takes away. I have a problem with that. Because in the story, it was not God who took away everything Job has. It was the devil. It was the devil. And many times people would blame God. Lord, Bakit mo ang asawa ko? God didn't kill your husband or your wife. God didn't kill your children. It's the devil. John 1010 says, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Anything that has to do with stealing, killing, destroying, God has nothing to do with it. But you said, I came to give you life. The devil kills, Jesus gives life. Not just life, but have it in abundance. That's a big difference. Amen. You know, he followed adversity with adoration. He followed woe with worship. He chose not to be bitter, but to be better at the end of or after everything that had happened. It's a matter of choice. But our choices depends on our perspective on who God is and what He does in our lives. In fact, in chapter 19, you know, Job said, I know that my Redeemer lives. That in the end, He will stand upon the earth. And after, my skin has been destroyed. Kahit na magkasakit pa ako, kahit na maagdas pa ang laman ko. Yet, sabi niya, in my flesh, I will see It is as if John was saying, "Ah, God, I don't care what what would happen in my life. I don't care what the devil would do in my life. But I still believe as long as I live, I'll see your goodness in the land of the living. And that's our challenge. Continue trusting God, believing God, that we will see His goodness in the land of the living. Amen. Amen. When life seems unfair, always remember, God is in control. He's sovereign. When life seems unfair, you got to refocus our lens and look at God that at the end of the day, He will work things out for our good. And you know what? True gold is not afraid of fire. Ang tunay na ginto, hindi takot sa apoy. Dahil ang apoy, ang nagpapadalisay sa tunay na ginto. Ang apoy, ang nagihiwalay dun sa dross, para ang ginto ay matirang puro. Let me see Job, he's a 24 karat gold. What about us? Anong karatayo? <laughs> and so I'd like you to to take this home tonight. That so when life takes its toll, always remember that God is still in control. Amen. When you're going through some tough times, running through some rough roads, when you think that things doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. Just continue to trust. Continue to believe that God is still in control. And you know, at the end of Job's life, in chapter 42, you'll find out you'll find there that God made him prosperous again and gave him twice as much than what he had before. Everything, all his possessions. Were doubled by God. Why? Because Job has the right response. Except, of course, for the children, kasi hindi naman dinoble yung mga anak niya, sampu pa rin. Pero ang gusto ko doon, sabi niya, sabi sa chapter 42, lahat ng mga anak na babae, ni Job, walang kasing ganda. How I wish. Kung meron lang akong anak na babae, walang kasing ganda yun. Kaya kayong mga kababaihan dito, wala kayong kasing ganda. Amen. Lalo na kung kayo nalang nag-iisa sa isla. And also, Chapter 42 says, The Lord blessed the latter part of Job even more than the first. And He lived 140 years old. In good old age, he died. And that's the reason why James even exhorted us. As you know, we consider blessed those who have persevered. You have heard of Job's perseverance and have seen what the Lord finally brought about. The Lord is what? Full of compassion and mercy. So I'd just like to end with this and challenge every one of us. Just a simple application. Let's just be convinced. And trust that God is in full control of our lives. That he will work things out for our good at the end. And probably, you know, the greatest lesson we can get from the book of Job is that God is completely sovereign in all our lives. And listen to this. And he does not have to explain his ways to us. He doesn't have to explain. Again, God didn't promise to answer all our questions. But He promised to be with us In every situation That is who our God is Come on, give Him praise In fact, I want you to stand up from where you are Stand up from where you are Well, honestly God has His own share of pains and suffering The Father God has His own share When He sent His only Son Even to Jesus He suffered so much not because of what the devil can do to him, but because of God's plan through him. And, and I believe for me, that's the greatest encouragement we can receive. If we're going through some tough times, rough roads, name it, testings and trials. I see Jesus who went through all of that. Amen. And he did that not for him, but for you and me. Because he loves us so much. And so, I'd like to challenge as we end tonight. If you're here and you have a good bed wherein you can rest, why don't you just lift up your hands to God and start to thank Him? They still slept with their dead relatives on the streets. If you're here and at least you're eating three times a day, you're blessed. It's a reason to praise and worship God. If you got a job, Regardless kung maliit o malaki yung sweldo, you just worship God and thank Him. Maraming naghahanap ng trabaho. Maraming nagugutom dahil walang trabaho. And we're so blessed because of that. In fact, if you're here, and you're not in the hospital, you're blessed. May ilan ang hindi na nagising sa kanilang pagkakatulog. So I I believe we have so much reason to praise and worship God. So just lift, lift up those hands and start to thank Him. Start to worship Him. Start to declare that your Redeemer lives and you believe to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. We hope you were inspired by that message. Make learning and growing in your faith a lifestyle. Join a victory group today. Simply sign up at the concierge or in our website at www.victoryalabang.org. Thank you and stay connected.